Okay, so having discussed the uh, type of miracle that's happening, that's allowing these babies to be you know, um, growing up inside the ground, right? So he says, the old kasher hayu nevloim behisnagdus bilti tevi habilti tevi gover ala tevi. Again, that they were swallowed up in the ground. So, this is, I think, the way that we all understood it is that that this that this supernatural state that they're in helps them to overcome the uh, natural attack of the Egyptian soldiers. Means they're able to, so to speak, hide within the spiritual in a way that the natural attack of the soldiers can't get at them. That's the... That's, I think, what we all assumed, right? Meaning, yes, he's... He's... um, Still physical in the sense that he still needs air and food and whatever, but that's a miracle that he's able to exist inside the soil, and therefore the soldiers cannot get at them. This part of the moral is hard to hard to understand exactly this kasha that he's asked, so, so if you don't really get the kasha, it's hard to work on the on the terrace. But okay. Um, Sometimes the terrace helps you figure out the kasha. That's true. Okay, so the Egyptians could not do anything to them. This concept of being able to still remain being human, still remain being people that need to breathe and whatever, and yet being able to exist in the ground on a miraculous level, that's something that is definitely true. Vein laharig beze, rak bin tavin es asher lefanaka ki advarim haamitziim heim megal lachakama vekama advarim kasher tavinim. You're going to understand a lot when you understand this concept of existing in the miraculous. Omnum. So that that is the again he's bothered by this kasha the whole time of how can he's not bothered by a miracle the, you know, the miracle happened but if we're going to be so bothered but how does a miracle happen but what's you know what's happening with their body where they changed. They became uh, uh, plants, right? I mean, we can imagine the miracle changes you into a plant. Yeah, Hashem went and changed the uh, strike. You, know, you t- take the staff, throw it down, it became a snake. Okay, so now it's a snake, right? But 
but uh, but it's a snake. It's not uh, it's not a staff. That's what we would say. We would expect. No, it miraculously became a snake, but now it's a snake. So the moral is trying to explain to us that no, that it still remains a staff on a certain level, and it's a snake on a different level. That's what he's mooching on over here, right? That they are in the ground and they're not in the ground. That's what he's been working with. But he says, but if this is going to be too hard, too hard for you to understand, this lambdas, then I can tell you that actually they were not swallowed up on the ground at all. And that this is a riddle that the sages are saying. Yeah? This quantum state of existence between natural and miraculous existing in both places at the same time. Zos ase vitinatsel. Do the following and save yourself from a state of confusion. He's being a bit poetic using the language of Yaakov. Vitifarish inyan hapia hahester shahaya hashem yizborach mastirosab. Being swallowed up just means Hashem did in an incredible way. Hashem made it. They were very much hidden. You know, the, the Egyptians were not able to find them. Maybe they were still in their own homes. Maybe they were, you know, hiding in the in the cellar or whatever it is. But Hashem did an incredible siyata dishmaya of making it that the Egyptians could not find them. They were so unaffected. You know, the secret Egyptian secret service which until now had been very, very good, were just blind to finding these Jewish children. So, Master Asam Me'evehem, the Zeki, Hamitz Raim or Mitzrim, Hayu Misnagdim Lahem, Vakasher Hashem Yisborach Histir Asam, Ad Shalo Nimtsoyim Lemisnagdim Shalahem. So Hashem hid them in a way that they were not visible to the Egyptians. They kept missing us. They, they would look right past us. They couldn't reach us. They had this tremendous power. They were so mighty. They had the secret police. They were out there with the dogs and everything, and they still couldn't find them. But that was then, Nikriblia Bakarka. I mean, you have to literally kind of disappear into the ground. The only way, you know, the, the, the level of searching was such that seemingly the only way that the Jews could evade such a search would be to be swallowed up in the ground. And that, and, and Hashem made it such that we were indeed so hidden. It's impossible. Once something is hidden in the ground, you don't have an ability. People cannot manage to get at you. Now, even though someone's on the ground, you can't get at them, but you can still, you, you can't get them, you can't kill them, you can't grab them, but there is still an ability to be poiled on them. I mean, the Egyptians could still make our lives very difficult. Even though they couldn't find us, 
the, the, the Jewish children couldn't be found by them and killed, but they still were able to act upon them and make their lives difficult. So he says, So a, a person can plow soil but uh, you can't I mean you can't um, destroy the soil no matter soil is just you know you could take bigger swords and smash them into the soil and you're just gonna have the swords eventually are gonna themselves break apart and turn into more soil right so there's no way to destroy the soil all you could do is you could act upon the soil you could make it um, bring forth fruit which actually is the opposite of what the Egyptians wanted to do it's going to be you're going to make it fruitful right but you can't destroy them you can you can the, the Egyptians could push us but they couldn't destroy us to completely annihilate them that the Egyptians could not do unless Hayu but they were still enslaving us in a, in a very very mighty way and really making our lives terrible it's a, it's a, it's an analogy. It's a concept. Uh, an axe is a mighty power. Hashvarim who would be called gadol. It's a tremendous impacting that's happening. He is a very mighty animal. Hashor gadol. That, you know, like the, the bull market, right? The, the whole concept of a bull is that he's like uh, 150% power, you know? Lefikach, Amor Shehayu Mivim Shvarim Vechor Shemal Gabam Vekeven Shehayu Holchim Hayim Vatsvetsim Once they would leave, then the Jewish people would sprout up. What does that mean? Rotsaloimar the more a person hits the ground, plows the ground, cuts the ground, tears the ground with his metal knife called the plow, it only makes the Adama even more fruitful. And so seemingly, you're, you know, usually when you want something to do, be doing well, you nurture it, you're kind to it, you're gentle with it, right? If you want your sheep to give you good wool, you don't slash at it with a metal knife. Right? You don't scrape its back with a metal knife to get it to give you wool. But with the ground, there's this unique thing that that if you want the ground to be fruitful, you attack it in the most powerful way, and that actually makes the ground become more powerful, more fruitful. The Zeki Hadama 
the ground starts out locked up. It starts out hard. It starts out unfruitful. Vikasher of Dinosa, when you work on the ground, Umezakakin Koshi Hachomer Hadama Ad Shenosenus Koach. You bring out the power from the ground. So the same thing with the Jewish people. The more the Egyptians would enslave us and afflict us. Just like with the ground. It starts out very physical, very stiff, very not able to do anything. And you break it and you break it and you break it and actually refines the ground and, and helps to bring out its potential into actual. So to the Jewish people, the more they would inflict us and, and, and enslave us, they would refine our physicality, they would remove the physicality. They would actually bring out a hidden power that we had. So then we only became more fruitful. The more you afflict, the more fruitful they will become. So, so, so again, so number one, they couldn't, they couldn't destroy us. That's number one. And number two, they, the, the efforts that they went to, to harm us, to wear us out, to break us, only served to further strengthen us. So again, we were hidden from their power from annihilation that they couldn't do. We were not hidden from their power of affliction. Yeah, again, uh, hidden from their annihilation means if they would try to annihilate us in any way, for whatever reason, that would be constantly evading them, whether it be they couldn't pass that law, there was uh, some sort of circumstances, there was... Uh, yeah, if they came to look for people, they wouldn't find them or whatever it is, right? So uh, somehow that, that was beyond their reach. But to impact us, that was within their reach, and they did it, but that actually only worked against them. We, we still felt the oppression, though, right? That's the point. Like the Oppression, well, very much so, right? You're going into hiding, I mean, practically speaking. So again, so I, I, I don't even know if necessarily you're going into hiding. Maybe there was hiding involved. But the point is that the... That the Hiding, or somehow evading, somehow, you know, that, that Hashem made it that to destroy us that they couldn't do, but to afflict us that they could do. I mean, they could, they could make decrees that really afflicted us in in in, in a big way, but that was that was actually good for us.
Why? כמו כי העינוי היה מחליש ומסלק החומר, ויסורים always, השם talks about this concept that יסורים help to refine a person's physicality, because physicality is a person has an inclination to want to live life all about comfort and enjoyment and pleasure, etc. But when those things are not happening, when you realize that life can't be about that because I don't have that in my life, right? So then you find a deeper meaning, a, a, a greater purpose. So that's, what, that's what it means. So, so the, you know, you, you, the body becomes a, a, a genuine servant of the neshama to, to do what the neshama needs and wants. Because you, know, you very quickly understand that this, if life is about good food and comfort, well, it's just, there's none of that around. <laughs> so it can't be about that. So the inui is machlish, it weakens, umesalik, and removes the homer. Once the physicality has been weakened, so then that opens up the perspective, the, the insight as to a greater purpose in life. And that, as we said, I think we spoke about this concept of why it is that the Jewish people were so fruitful. Uh, the, the concept of bracha coming into something that's spiritual, not something that's physical, right? That you're connected upstairs, so you get a lot of bracha. So because the Jewish people became more spiritual through this process, our physicality was refined. We were not as physical. So then we had a bracha of fertility. pre, So that we would bear fruit and have Many children. So that's the analogy over here of plowing on their backs. Once they would stop doing that, we would sprout up. Like a, like a plant blossoming. So plowing the ground helps the ground to be more fruitful, to bring forth the fruits faster and better. This affliction was helping them to be fruitful and multiply. So this would be, this is a legitimate approach. Again, yeah, the moral saying he's actually being that we're talking about Mitzrayim over here. Uh, we we can 
speak on a miraculous level and that we were actually being hidden from the Egyptians like this. Um, and we were simultaneously natural and supernatural. But an alternative approach is that this is an analogy. This is just coming to convey that although, you know, we, we, for whatever reason, the ability to annihilate evaded the Egyptians. They weren't able to do it. They weren't able to pass the laws. They weren't able to execute the laws. They weren't able, for some reason, to get at the people that were meant to be executed, take documents, whatever it is, right? But they still were able to work us to the bone, and that actually helped us to be more fruitful. This helps explain why they're not there for a full 400 years, because they were so, they treated them so harshly. So I thought, well, we, we owed like this, from Sarm, we owe 400 years of Inui. So it was pretty bad, so okay, that's enough, you can go early. But no, there was something we were supposed to accomplish to the Inui. Mm-hmm. And when you're plowing so, the ground harder, very good. you did it faster. Yeah, it brings forth food faster. Right. Very good. It doesn't become a subjective thing that Hashem is, okay, you had that with Okay, me. I think that's enough, yeah, it's, uh, Fine, right. Right. It's that's an objective that. thing. Okay, that's what you accomplished. This is how much zichuch is necessary. Right. That Inui accomplishes zichuch of the Chomer, accomplishes purification of the physicality. And once that's done, then, then, you, then you're ready to go. Okay. Amnam. Asher hu borer v'nochon hu asher amarnu. What's the next word you have? Lamala. Same. Okay. Yeah, I do as well, but... For some reason, I have a, like a big space over there, so I thought maybe I was missing a word or something. Kiaya blia zos inyan bilti tivi kemoshe's buyers. He says, really, I like the first shot that I said to you. Just you have to understand how miracles work in order to appreciate what I'm saying. Now, are all miracles that we talk about like that, where it's like a half and half type of thing? That's what it sounds like he's yeah, saying. Yamsuf too. Well, like all, not the whole thing, but even each individual, right, let's, say like there's, let's say there's 50. 51. Nisim at the Yam. So each one is like half here, half there. And it's both the physical aspect. Is still yeah, there, I think you would say that, that the water collapsed on the Egyptians, and yet we were still walking in the middle of the sea on dry land. That statement itself, if you listen to it, we're walking in the middle of sea on dry land. The Teva is, we're in the middle of the sea. The Nase is, we're on dry land. It's not that Hashem... That's, that's, I think, the moral saying. It's not that Hashem just took like a really, really mighty power and pulled apart the sea. It's that He elevated us to a place where the sea is split. But the sea is still there. Right. In the Teva world. Right. I think that's what he's saying. 
Okay, now back to the beginning of the Gemara. So he's going to go, uh, remember in the beginning of the Gemara he spoke about the, that the notion that the Jewish people were redeemed because of the, in the, in the, you know, in the merit of Nashim Tzedkanius, uh, as a reward for Nashim Tzedkanius, that they would come and they would draw water and there would be a little fish in there and they would bring the, uh, to their husbands, uh, revive them with the water, with the, with the food, and, and then they would have children in, in, the, in the sides of the fields over there, etc. Okay, so that part, first part of the Gemara. So, Umasha Amarnu Bishon Nashim Tzedkaniyas Shebedor Negalu Vuhu Remez Nifla Me'od Me'od Actually, you know what? Why don't we restart this? Why don't we start on this uh, next week? Sha'afim Ayyubah Ozahane